Have you ever found yourself going back to the toxic person, even though you know it's toxic? Like you've you've been, hey, I'm gonna get free. I'm gonna move past this. He's not good for me. Let me break up. Let me move on. And you find yourself going back. And sometimes you even find yourself like wondering, even almost like you're like watching yourself from like third person, like out of body experience, right? And you're watching yourself go back and you're like, I know this doesn't make sense. I know this is wrong. I know this isn't going to be helpful for me, but I just have to. Like, I don't know how I can not go back with him. I don't know how I can't be without him. I like, and it just keeps happening. Are you in this cycle? Are you stuck? where it feels like you're always going back to a toxic person. You've either done this in two different ways. You've either done this by going back to the same person over and over and over again, or you've gone back to a different person, but it's happened the same way. It's the same cycle. It's the same narcissist, just a different face, just a different name. Okay. So you're going through this type of cycle. This is what we see a lot of times. I work with people every single day inside of narcissistic abuse, particularly because I come from the frame of reference of being a self-aware narcissist, of understanding what's actually going on on the mindset on the other side of the abuse. And in doing this, it helps us actually give a different perspective of how to help you be free, of how to help you maximize and grow who you're actually called to be versus staying stuck in a toxic relationship. Because if you don't actually change the mindset, you will continue to stay stuck. And for a couple different reasons. One is this aspect of it being familiar. There's a comfort that happens in chaos, especially when chaos has been your comfort for such a long period of time. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Many of you that are comfortable in this type of narcissistic abuse and narcissistic chaos are comfortable that way because you grew up in it because you had a parent, a family member that was narcissistic and that you got used to it. It felt normal. And in fact, when you've been or when you've dated other people that are quote unquote normal and they're not narcissistic, it feels weird. And you're like, this doesn't feel right. And you're like, let me get back to regular relationship where it feels normal. So there's this comfort that happens in the midst of the chaos where you start to feel comfortable in just being abused. That's the best way to be able to put it. Like you feel comfortable of like, hey, I'm used to getting yelled at. I'm used to getting degraded. So the fact that someone is complimenting me makes me feel like it's love bombing, makes me feel that it's fake, makes me feel that it's too good to be true. Can't have this. Let me go find someone that I actually connect with. Oftentimes people return to a narcissist because their behavior, even though it's harmful, even though it's degrading, even though it's putting you down, it becomes familiar and oftentimes comfortable. We have a tendency just as human beings just to cling to something that you know, even if it's unhealthy. This is why it's so hard to be able to break unhealthy habits that you've had for years because you're used to it. It feels safe. It feels comfortable. It feels like a release of emotions. You're able to do something that just gets you into a place where you feel better, whatever that might be. Okay, this happens when an aspect of narcissism as well is you're getting to a place of like, I don't feel okay let me go back to my narcissist. Like I feel too much. I have way too many feelings, emotions. I don't know what to do with them. Let me go back to my narcissist. 
And you use that as a way to self-soothe or you use that a way as to help you validate yourself when in reality, like that needs to come from within. You can't get that from another person. You can't get that from another person who's been so negative and degrading and harmful to you for such a long period of time. And so oftentimes people return back to the thing that makes them feel comfortable. Like they go into this aspect because the chaos feels less scary than the unknown. Like it feels easier of like, let me go into this because even though it's destructive, even though it's hurtful, I don't know who I am without it. I don't know if I can actually live without it. I don't know if I can actually find a partner that will love me because he says he's the only one to love me. It's like this, this dependency that comes back to, let me go back to the chaos because there's comfort inside the chaos. Now, the second reason why people typically go back, the second mistake they make is going back for the illusion of change. Now, this is where the narcissist has a litany of false promises and hopeful, hopeful things they're saying to you of being like, maybe they'll come back because I'm telling them all the things they want to hear. You have to remember when you get out of a relationship, when you're moving forward on separating, breaking up, if you finally set down your foot and you're like, I am divorcing you. Don't be surprised if everything changes. Now, when everything changes, this is not a real transformation. This is not a true change that's happening from the inside out. It's an external modification to get you to stay longer. Narcissists excel at promising change, promising something that's not actually there. I will change. I will get better. I will work on myself. How many times have you heard that in your relationship and then never seen anything happen? The danger is the hope of this transformation puts in front of you is pulling you back into the cycle. The narcissist tries to show you and tries to explain, I'm going to be a bit different. I'm going to be better. And you start to believe it. The problem is not the first time to believe it. The problem is the 20th time and you don't see action. And then you still believe it because at that point, it has become comfortable. At that point, you've been stuck in the chaos for such a long period of time. You're like, this is just how it goes. This is maybe all I deserve. This is maybe all I'm worth. So let me just stay in this. Maybe it'll get better eventually because he keeps saying it's going to get better. But this is where we need to stop. This is where you need to wake up. This is where you need to look at the facts. Stop judging some of your relationships by your feelings because your feelings are leaving you in a toxic relationship for a long period of time because you're unwilling to actually look at the facts that his words and his actions do not match up. Words and actions do not match up. If you see his actions and his actions are abusive, you need to leave. That's it. But his words, but he tells me he loves me, doesn't matter. You need to focus on you. And until you do, you will always stay stuck in that relationship. So you might have gone away from the relationship. You might have broken up from him. And you start to rekindle a love, a connection, because he's promised change. He's promised that he's going to get into therapy. Then he never does. Then he goes. Then he starts playing hooky and he disappears from it. Like only after a short time, he reverts back to old behaviors. Why? Because it wasn't transformation. It was just temporary change, temporary modification to get what he wanted in the moment, which typically is going to pull you back in. And when he pulls you back in is going to bring you to number three, which is isolation and dependence. This is why you go back so many times. And this is ultimately what he's trying to do. If I can isolate you, then you're completely stuck for a long period of time. You see, there's loneliness in the abyss of being away from a narcissist because you're used to the hypervigilance. You're used to the adrenaline rush. You're used to the different pieces in your body, the fight or flight. And you're like, ah, 
you know, for a long period of time, you've started to ascribe those as being something that's healthy when they're actually not. It's like, oh, this is how the relationship is. That's not a good thing. It's not a helpful thing. That's just how it's currently been. Narcissus wants to bring you back in to isolate you and to get you dependent on him. Narcissus will often isolate the people to from your support networks, from your friends, from your family, and it makes it really hard to break free. This is where it gets difficult because you go back to them and now your friends and your family are pissed off at you because you went back to the person that you said you were trying to get free from. This is hard, but they don't understand. They're like, just leave them, just move forward. They don't view it as like an addiction because that's really closer to what it is in that regards. And it gets frustrating because then you start to become a liar. You start to hide the relationship from your kids. You start to hide the relationship from your rest of your family. You have close friends that you've been lying to for months now because you don't want to tell them that you're addicted to this guy. You know he's harmful. You know he's hurting. You know that he'll go back in a cycle, but you've been lying to other people thinking this will be okay. Guess what? He's still isolating it. He's still keeping you from the people that would actually speak truth into your life. Narcissus wants to isolate you so that you cannot break free. This breeds this whole aspect of dependency that results to you returning over and over and over to a toxic person, regardless of the people in the council around you that say, don't go back. This is why working with me, I don't have a prerequisite of you have to be no contact or you have to go no contact when you work with me. Why? Because if I tell you and I make you do it, it will not stick. Just like your friends and family that are like, hey, just leave. It's not going to help you. What has to help you is rewiring the thought process. Because if we don't actually change the thought process, you will go back every time. Now, the last point that a lot of people um, don't think about, but oftentimes is the reason why they go back to a toxic person. They return to the comfort. They return back to the chaos. Is they're like, oh, I'm afraid of what's on the other side. Like there's this fear of the unknown of like what happens with my life if I actually have a blank slate. Like if he's not in my life and it's just me stepping into the world, what does that look like? This is the part where you have to start reestablishing who you actually are. Who you are, what are your boundaries, what are your goals, what are your direction, how do we actually move forward? Because the unknown can be extremely terrifying after you've been with a toxic person that says, hey, you have to depend on me for everything. And then you leave and you're like, I was supposed to depend on him for everything. What am I supposed to do now? Can I actually do this? You'll find single moms that have been in a toxic relationship for years doing everything, paying the bills, taking care of the kids, deadbeat dad, all this kind of stuff. And they are getting ready to leave the relationship. And they're like, I don't know if I can do this. And sometimes we have to sit down and even like walk through and be like, wait a second. Do you realize that over the past five years, you have already been doing everything you're going to be doing in the future? You just had a toxic person there with you as well because he didn't contribute to the kids, to the finances, to anything. So you'll be fine. But we have to walk through this cell then change the mindset because otherwise they'll be stuck thinking, I can't do this because he said I couldn't do this. The unknown becomes this hard part that keeps people trapped even longer because they're worried about who they are and what they're going to do moving forward. Fear can be a powerful manipulator in just returning you to what is familiar, returning you back to the comfort that's in the chaos. So we need to be able to focus on your growth moving forward. Like to break the cycle, we have to focus on your self-worth. We have to both focus on breaking the trauma bond. We have to focus on rewiring the story that you believe. 
All of this starts coming back to dealing with the triggers that are in your life, the things that are in your life right now that are spiraling you out, that are getting you frustrated, that are making you upset, that are making you want to react to them. All those different things are triggers. If we can give you the tools to start dealing with those triggers, they will start to release you from the trauma bond, release you from the emotional ties, release you from the things that you think you have to do. But we have to help you deal with the triggers and rewire the mindset. If I can help you with that, please go to rawmotivations.com. You can grab a time to be able to talk to me there, or you can jump into one of our challenges. If you haven't already, hit like and subscribe because we'd love to have you here to be able to help you move forward in your healing and your growth.